0: ABC Radio, you're listening to Nightlife.
1: Nightlife with Philip Clark.
0: Since the late 1970s, especially as the first wave of Vietnamese refugees came to Australia, our links with Vietnam have gone from strength to strength. Vietnamese businesses and culture now thrive across Australia, and young Vietnamese come to our shores to study and experience Australian life. And Those who return to Vietnam often forge strong links with Australians and implement what they've learned here back into their lives in their homeland. Well, that's certainly the case for Sam Tran. Sam came to Melbourne from Hanoi in the early 2000s to improve her English, to study and to work. She initially worked in a cafe, but then got a job in the renowned Melbourne restaurant Sunda. There she learnt how a flash, fine dining restaurant operates. Well, Sam returned to Hanoi, where she confounded two fine dining restaurants Well, she co-founded, sorry, two fine dining restaurants there. First, Gia Restaurant and then Le Gout de Gia. That is the taste of Gia. Uh, They're very popular with tourists garnering great reviews and locals too frequent them, as does the diplomatic set in Hanoi. Indeed, Foreign Minister Penny Wong enjoyed a meal there on her recent visit. Sam joins us uh, now. Sam, good evening and welcome to Nightlife.
1: Good evening. Hi, I'm Sam from Hanoi.
0: <laughs> you are Sam from Hanoi. <laughs> Hello to you. <laughs> Tell us about coming to Melbourne. How did you come to Melbourne? It must have been a bit of a shock compared to Hanoi. That's where you grew up, was it?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, I was in Melbourne for eight years and that's a big adventure to me. Uh, Australia is a new co- country with a multicultural where I had a chance to explore a food from many, many countries, to make many friends and learn a lot about, like, Australian ingredients. And this, this was the first time in my life I can uh, had a um, Christmas day in the middle of summer. That's a big surprise to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You worked in a, ca- a cafe. How did you come to work at Sunda? This is one of Melbourne's top restaurants.
1: Uh, I was working in a cafe for quite long, and then I, I thought like, uh, I need to learn more. I want to to learn more about cooking, about everything management. Mm-hmm. So I decided to apply to Sunda to oh. work in another a seriously cooking environment.
0: Okay, what well, what? How how good were your skills, your cooking skills, at the time you applied?
1: well, not not like a professional chef, you know i I didn't study anything related to cooking, so that's why I moved to Sunnah. I want to learn like being a chef, a proper chef, and yes, as soon, I learned how to push myself to the limits to learn about cooking, not only cooking but also like management, working with other people in the kitchen handling with uh supplier and customer.
0: Okay. It's a very, very stressful, difficult job, chefing, isn't it? Particularly in fine restaurants. I mean you work really, really hard and very long hours, don't you?
1: Yeah. Really stressful like working long hours, especially like I was a little girl working with all the big guys in the kitchen. Yeah. Well but you know, like we did it, we did it, and then we become what we are right now.
0: Hmm. Okay. What sort of skills did you did you learn in that kitchen? I mean, you learned organisational skills. What about actual cooking skills themselves?
1: Well, I think Sunda is where I sharpen my skill. Like I always love cooking Vietnamese food, Asian food, mm-hmm. and at Sunda, is a restaurant of um, Southeast Asia. So I can focus more about the
0: ingredient, the Asian ingredient, the way of cooking it. Yeah. You went back to Hanoi and you, you started a fine dining restaurant there. Tell me about Vietnamese food. I mean, it's much loved in Australia. It was one of the first, uh, I mean, after Chinese, of course, and Chinese restaurants have been here forever. Uh, when, with the Viet- wave of Vietnamese migration after the end of the Vietnam War, Vietnamese restaurants became very popular here. What do you think it is? What are the key flavors in in Vietnamese food?
1: Well, to say about the key flavor of Vietnamese food, I think it's not only about the flavor; it's also about the way of we using ingredient, the way of we serving it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in in Melbourne, you you can eat pho, right, and in pho, in 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 the restaurant where you sell others other foods as well but in hanoi in vietnam if we sell fur we
0: only sell fur <laughs> fur of course is this, this this is the famous vietnamese well i don't know how you describe yes. it would you describe it as a soup or it's a meal in itself it's a bowl and it's got a lot of things yes. in it it's got it's got stock it's got rice it's got noodles well it actually does It have rice no it has noodles in it that's for sure yes and yes tell me everything about, tell me about what you think should go in the fur
1: uh well in 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 Hanoi the pho is different from the pho in Melbourne. Okay. It's different a lot. Yeah, in Hanoi there's no um, bean shoot, there's no basil. It's only the noodle, the soup, uh, the beef, mm-hmm. and we have uh onion, chili, garlic, and that's it. Not not many ingredients like in Melbourne.
0: No. So in Melbourne, you would have what? You would have, what else? You'd have basil?
1: Yes, shown, Uh You can have um, some beef bone as well, mm-hmm. like many kinds of beef. But in Hanoi, we have only the raw and the cooked one. Yeah. Not many, many things in Melbourne. <laughs> well, the thing
0: mm-hmm. that makes fur special, though, is the is the stock, isn't it? This You call it the soup. Yes. That liquid, yes. T- tell us about how you prepare that I mean, because that's where most of the flavour is, isn't
1: it? Well, the, the stock we take a long time to cook. Hmm. We, we always cook it like at home like overnight, it's not only like short hours. But it has many ingredients in there like onion, ginger and lots of kind of uh, the beef bone and
0: cook in the soup for day yeah, the beef bone yeah okay so it's one of those long simmered <laughs> stocks yes. do you, do, you, do you keep uh, is it like what the french would call a master stock in the sense that the master stock can be bubbling away for weeks months yes. e- even yes. is is that the same with with the stock for fur well at many restaurants they they
1: they did that but um because in my restaurant, we, we don't cook for mm-hmm. We just cook for for staff meal, so we don't keep the stock that long. Okay. Like,
0: we just finish that in a day. Mm. If you wanted to serve someone Vietnamese food who'd never eaten it before, what would you choose to serve them to get to give them a, a taste, what you think is the the or uh, taste of Vietnam? Would it be a bowl? Maybe it's a bowl of pho. But if it wasn't a bowl of pho, what would it be?
1: Specialist one is the crab noodle. Crab noodle. Yes, it means in, in Vietnamese.
0: Okay, tell me about have, tell me about making the crab noodle.
1: They have the crab in there. Mm-hmm. The crab make for the stock is made from crab as well, with a lot of tomatoes, uh, some deep fried tofu.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Recently, they add beef to the dish. The dish as well. But the uh, but the original one like we don't we just simply have the crab and the tofu with a lot of vegetable like lettuce, um, banana, blossom, mm-hmm. tomato, and um, other kind of herbs as well.
0: Okay,
1: and the the uh the stock of the crab noodle is a bit sour.
0: A beef what Sour. A beef sour, okay. Yeah, huh. so it's like really
1: easy
0: to eat. Okay. It's different from Vietnam, it's different from the foods around, it's different from Thai food, it's different from from Chinese food, even though, of course, there's Chinese influences in Vietnam, but there's also lots of, from the colonial period, I imagine a lot of French influences yes. i know vietnamese are cr- tremendous bakers for, for, and pastry makers because the french influence uh, was w- is felt there how, t- how much do you think the french influence is, is there in in vietnamese food generally
1: well i think it depends on the location like in hanoi i think it's more influenced by french mm-hmm. but in ho chi minh city they have like uh from uh china from cambodia mm-hmm. uh indian as well so it's different and the middle so you know vietnam is a long country with a different um weather so each part of vietnam will have different kind of taste. a oh. little bit uh, salty in Hanoi, in the north, and then in the middle, will be a bit spicy, and in Ho Chi Minh City, on in the south, it's gonna be a bit sweeter.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's not it's not. Uh, my feeling is that Vietnamese food is not really uh, hot, like like Thai food uses a lot of chili and lemongrass. Uh, yes. Does, do, do do Vietnamese cooks use a lot of chili? Um,
1: not many, but we use other ingredients such as like ginger, galanga, uh, some pepper corns. Mm-hmm. Um, not many
0: chilies. Yeah, interesting. Anyway, your restaurants do sound fantastic. Uh, penny Wong, the Australian Foreign Minister, apparently ate there. <laughs> what? A... Oh,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> were you uh, were you on that night, uh, Sam? Corn?
1: No, Penny Wong. She was so busy when she came to to Hanoi, so she didn't have chance to visit my restaurant. But I took her out for fur. Oh, for the chicken fur.
0: Oh, for chicken fur. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully next time she less busier, so she she will visit my restaurant. Hmm.
0: Well it's uh it does it is is delicious food as i say uh, Australians have yes. come have come to love Via- Vietnamese food you've got a recipe for us with it's it's a fish sauce with pickled mackerel and dill T- yes. tell me about this
1: well the mackerel is kind of like a simple simple fish in vietnam mm-hmm. and i think you can easily find it in australia as well I think that will be a good dish for Australia at this time because it's quite hot right now, right? Mm-hmm. So the the mackerel will be um, pickled in the fish sauce dressing, mm-hmm. fish sauce liquid, uh, for about for, uh, 30 to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you can hang it out, let it dry a little bit by like three hours.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, after that, before you eat, just quickly sear it. On charcoal, or may- maybe just it'll blow it blow off to sear the skin to make it make it uh, burn a little bit to get the flavor, mm-hmm. and then yeah, you can enjoy it with the deal sauce made from uh, a bit of anchovy to get the salty taste, a bit of lemon to to get the a little bit like sour taste. Yeah, you can combine it and eat them together. Mm-hmm. And I think the anchovy, the pickle one, you can have it really. It can come really good with the salad. Like you just make a simple salad and enjoy with the anchovy as well. Okay. Uh, and uh, the mackerel as well is going to be amazing.
0: And, and and what we just chop the dill through that, do we?
1: With the dill, you can blend it with a bit of sour cream, anchovy, lemon juice. Just blend it up. Okay. Uh, but remember to to blanch the in the
0: hot water first to make it like keep the green and keep the flavor okay and Sounds, then blend it through does sound delicious all right sam it's been quite a journey for you to melbourne back to hanoi and then running these uh, running these busy restaurants it's been terrific to talk thank you
1: thank you thank you very much you've been listening to a nightlife podcast